0: I'm Gunnar Stemer. I'm from Austria, I'm member of the scientific committee of EAHP and I'd like to hand over to my colleagues to introduce themselves.
1: My name is Lena Juhl-Kelsen, uh, I'm from Denmark and I'm working as a senior researcher in clinical pharmacy at Amgris.
2: My name is Thorsten Opetighi, I'm also a member of the scientific committee for a long period of time now and I'm also Chief Pharmacist at University Hospital of Heidelberg in Germany. So basically, the scientific committee of EHP
0: uh, receives a lot of abstracts every year and looking back at the last three years we noticed that the amount of abstract is increasing. However, we also noticed that there is a gap in quality and to us it's very important that not only quantity matters but also quality. So that's the major reason why we decided to run this workshop. And I think after the workshop, we, we can say that it's been quite successful. Mm. Yeah, maybe, Lena, you can tell us a little bit of, on how we divided the workshop.
1: Yes, we started out, um, well, we're going to start it out talking about what the EAHP criteria are for submitting an abstract um, what should be in there. Then we proceeded with um, my part of the uh, workshop where we had the practical part. We worked through a couple of examples uh, with the audience and they were um, discussing different parts of it, how they would have done it and criticised some of the rejected abstracts from early on. And we wrapped up with uh, Torsten, who took out a couple of examples and Mm -hmm. discussed some important issues as well.
2: Yeah it was one task of mine to to just show the audience uh, the impact everybody should imagine that scientific committee has a lot of work with those abstract reviewing we we get about 900 abstracts we then go through every abstracts in groups of 2 so this means it's about 200 abstracts for each person to review on a weekend, or someone else, sometime else. So it's lots of work, and we always feel very sad to to reject abstracts due to, to really simple reasons, we think, like language understandable, not understandable, or because a given structure isn't followed. And this was the main topic of our workshop, to just discuss with the audience what is the given structure, how to deal with this given structure, how to show relevant data and things in the abstract.
0: And what will be new um, with the Barcelona Congress is that EHP will publish a guideline on how to write an abstract on web page. We put a lot of work into the development of this guideline and the guideline will for sure help future authors to follow the EHP structure and to know what EHP wants of its potential authors. So to sum up them the main issues EHP wants is that um, first of all there has to be a well conducted study with a clear study methodology and a very clear, defined aim of the study.
1: Yes, definitely. That was one of the major points that we did discuss uh, during the workshop as well, and that the I think the participants um, enjoyed being a part of uh, was figuring out the importance of the aim of the study. That was the key element. So you can build up your abstract and make it flow through the abstract based on on the aim of the study.
0: Another aspect is for sure also the conclusion. We see a lot of abstracts where the conclusion of the abstract is not in line with the results presented and the aim of the study. So this is also a real major issue that authors should take care about, that they are conservative in drawing their conclusions and only draw conclusions that are underpinned with data they present.
2: We wanted to to make transparent how how our work in in scientific committee in the abstract exception or rejection process is. What Gunnar just mentioned is a very important thing that title, purpose, and conclusion should be something like on a red line, because, as I already mentioned, if you have to read two hundred or two hundred fifty abstracts as a scientific committee member, then you you want to get this work done. And if you see a red line through it, then even if the quality might have some problems, then we tend to go back to the author and ask for modifications, things like that. But if you can't see any uh, red line in, in this research or any reason for the research or things like that, or you cannot understand an abstract due to poor language, which really makes us sad, because we, we often think that there might be a very good study behind, but it's not understandable, then there is a big problem. Then we really have to reject an abstract. There is no choice. And maybe a
0: final tip uh, for
2: potential authors could be
0: that they ask colleagues to look at the abstract they want to submit. Colleagues who have not been closely involved in the study and that they have a fresh pair of eyes on the abstract to do kind of cross-check if this makes sense what they want to submit. So the final EHP abstract uh, writing guidelines will be published and will be available for potential authors on the EHP webpage prior to the next abstract
2: review period. Yeah, it's very important to to follow this guideline because this is something for us like the bible. So If authors don't stick to this guideline, don't use the given structure or something like that, then there is a clear rejection. We have to do so. We have 900 abstracts uh, submitted. We can only display about, I guess, 500 to 600 posters. So you will take the best abstracts. And we have no choice to do it another way.
0: So, thank you for listening, and we are very happy to receive a lot of abstracts for the Barcelona Congress in 2014.
2: For more information about this program and other BMJ Group podcasts,
1: please visit bmj.com.